Welcome back to Adipec 2023, to the Wood Stand, and to the podcast that we've been hosting here, Adipec on Air. I'm, my name is Colin Ross. I am delighted to host this podcast today. And we're going to be looking at how Wood and OMV have been collaborating to design the future of plastics recycling. I'm really delighted to be joined by two fantastic guests, uh, once again, actually, here on the Adipec podcast. Um, first of all, I've got Stefan Perker. Stefan is the head of Circular Economy Innovation at OMB. Stefan, so good to have you. Welcome Thank back. You. Thank you. And also joined by Richard Spires. Richard is the technology director at Wood. And um, great to have you here as well, Richard. Thanks for joining as well. Thanks for having me. So a little under a year ago, we sat right here in this seat and uh, we had a discussion about a memorandum of understanding that we had just signed um, at Adipec 2022 for re-oil, which we'll talk about in lots of detail in a minute. And now we're sitting here 2023, almost a year later. And we yesterday we signed a full collaboration agreement on uh, re-oil, which was brilliant. So we want to just spend some time talking about that and hearing about re-oil, the technology and the problems it's going to solve um, as we step forward into this world of plastics recycling. I wonder maybe if we could just start with a recap and... Stefan, could you just give me a bit of an overview of Reoil, the technology and the problems it's solving? Yeah, thank you very much. First of all, thank you very much. It was really an exciting, exciting year, uh, preparing the collaboration agreement and coming back to a recap of the technology. As I said last year, I think it's, it's, it's a very simple technology made by refiners for refiners. So we are simply uh, putting up a, a pyrolysis process yeah, where we melt plastic, put it together with a solvent mix it and then crack it and the cracked hydrocarbons are then evaporated uh, further to uh, downstream uh, processes and out of these downstream processes we can then uh, again make monomers and these monomers can then be used for making polymers again so we close the loop with this uh, uh, process for hard to recycle plastics yeah it's great and richard what what kind of problem are we solving here with free oil so there's a huge amount of uh waste plastics end-of-life plastics generated and and that's because plastics and and polymers like polyolefins they're a great material they're they're fantastic to use easy to use but over time they've become a disposable solution and so what we want to be able to do is solve that problem of uh plastics being this disposable solution and instead make it a reusable solution closing that linear supply chain from generation to waste, closing it where the waste is actually then a feedstock background and the material can be reused and reused again and again. Yeah, brilliant. And talk me through the technology a bit because there's there's some unique elements to what we're doing with re-oil as opposed to mechanical or different types of uh, plastics recycling. What is it that re-oil does and, and why is it a bit different? Richard, do you want to? So that the beauty of re-oil and Stefan mentioned it earlier, it's been developed by refiners for refiners. So what Reoil is, where Reoil is differentiated is that integration into the refinery and a heck of a lot of time has gone into making sure that everything that comes out of Reoil is usable in that petrochemical refining industry. There is, it is really trying to cut down on that waste. The other brilliant advantage of Reoil is its scalability. Within a single train, Reoil can be scaled far in excess of any of the competitive uh, uh, technologies. And, uh, and this really allows for uh, single facilities to be installed 
that solve the problem, not just locally, but regionally. Uh, and that's really going to open up huge amounts of opportunity for, for some of our clients, some of our, uh, some of OMV's um, uh, collaborators in, in the energy industry to, to really resolve uh, that plastics problem uh, local to where they operate. And we're offering a fairly um, straightforward pressures, temperatures, all these kind of things. Yes, Stefan. Yeah, yeah. So we are, I think I also said it already uh, last year that if you imagine a pizza oven, yeah, and the temperature of a pizza oven is around, what, 450 degrees or something, we are in that range as well, between 420, 450 degrees to crack the polyolefins again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's um, very, I would say, low temperatures and um, low pressures and I would say easy, easy to use at refiner at, 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 at uh, refinery sites and, and, and also integrated into refineries and bed camp sites. Now that's very important. It's, it's a novel integration yeah. of basic known refinery technologies. It's not a catalytic process and, and the temperatures and pressures are very easily achievable. Yeah, very good. And I guess I'm, I'm interested in what's going on in the market. So, so in our announcement yesterday, we talked about how we think that around 60% of plastics will be made from recycled feedstock by 2050, somewhere in that region. What's going on in the market? How big of an issue is this? You know, what, what's the problem we're solving in, a, in a, all of this situation? Stefan? Yeah, what we are solving at the moment is, uh, or in the future, is that there's mechanically recycled plastics. We don't touch that streams because they, they have their markets, they have their applications. But there's a lot of streams out there that still go into landfilling and also go into uh, uh, waste incineration in cement plants or, or waste waste incineration plants. And and this is a, a much too valuable resource for us. Yeah, it's the feedstock of tomorrow, yeah. partly to replace also the fossil the fossil uh, crude oil yeah? to to again uh, produce plastics out of there. So we closed its loop for all these end of flight plastics that usually end up in landfill and and, and incineration. And, and will this resolve? I mean, you think about plastics, and we think about take a step out of our technology mindset for a second. We think about public opinion. Obviously, plastic has a bit of a reputation and there's, you know, we talk about plastic waste in the ocean. Is this, is this a, a solution to some of what's going on there? It makes the reuse of plastic simpler. So it really then just opens a channel where if people are disposing of plastics, which everybody does day in, day out, it gives that plastic a route to get reused rather than having to go to incineration or rather than having to, to go to landfill. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is, when plastic is, uh, it ends up in the environment, it ends up there because, as I mentioned earlier, it's a disposable solution. We want people, um, we want people to have that option to say, what I have in my hand is a valuable resource and, and can be reused. So it will open up all of those channels to uh, allow the supply chain to feed that waste plastic back into the petrochemical industry. Very good. The, um, you know, as I look on, it feels like real oil has this ability to make a really big difference. Now, I'm, I'm curious about the, our ability to scale real oil to, to have that impact at a macro level. So, so talk me through, you know, where are we right now in the, in the process? We've got a pilot plan and, you know, and what, is, what are the sort of the next steps of, of scaling this um, as we work together now with this formal uh, collaboration agreement, what what does that look like? As you as you have said, we have a real pilot plant fully integrated in a refinery in Austria, 
and Schwechert that's uh, on a 24-7 mode and producing and testing and producing means really producing ICC plus monomers that we already sell uh, to, to Borealis. And then next stage is currently under construction and will be operative in the change of the year to 2024. And then um, we have a 16 kiloton plant. So 16 kiloton per year process, process capacity. And um, also together with, with wood, we are currently in the stage of planning our next bigger industrial step forward. Yeah? And this is a up to 200 kiloton plant, which is currently in the, in the early stages of the, of, the, uh, of the project. And this is also something our board is fully committed to, also to, to go that way and, and build such a plant also in Schwechert. And so that's exciting, right? We're not talking about um, some mystery technology that doesn't already work. We're and then I guess, you know, once we, once we do this together in Austria, there's, a, there's a, a plan for taking it much further than that, right? Well, we're not just waiting for the development in Austria to, to conclude. That's a, that's a long-term development program that, uh, that OMV are going through. What I think uh, important to recognize is that 16 kiloton, that 16,000 ton unit that is uh, currently uh, entering commissioning phase. That plant is at a scale which a lot of the other technology providers think of as a, uh, a full-scale industrial plant. Here, it's a demonstrator plant where the real full-scale facility is going to be 10 times larger or more. Um, so... So then to answer that question about, well, we're not standing still, we're having some very, very interesting conversations with customers at the moment who really see the value in this uh, centralized, integrated, large-scale process that can be integrated in their facilities. So I'm, I'm very confident that we're going to see a number of projects start to move uh, globally. Yes. And I, I can add uh, also to, to Richard's uh, um, sentences, we are currently also having requests for information yeah, that we have on the table and we worked on that already in the past month. So we are also in the mode already to, to, to feedback to our customers that the questions that they have for us when they are interested in our technology. So this is a, a very, very cool experience in the last interesting the last time. Yeah. Months. Yes, absolutely. Very good. So we've been working on this for the past year. I'm going to come back to the conference theme in, in a little bit. Um, and actually, I should say, oh, the technology has been working a lot longer than a year, but this agreement and this collaboration together, the theme of the conference is decarbonizing faster together. I want to just focus for a second on this together bit, because that's really been a great story. You guys have together presented to Adipec this week already yes. about how you've been working collaboratively for the greater good. Just give me a little bit of a, an insight into the, kind of how that partnership's working and and, and why that's so important to, to move it forward. Richard, do you want to start? Well, look, Wood is a, a global consultancy and engineering business, and, and, and we help customers through whole life cycle of projects. We're also a, a technology provider, and so we have access into how to deliver technologies into customers' projects as well. Um, and so what we've been doing is making sure that as this is a new technology and customers are going to have to adopt it, we are building up the methods and the systems and the processes by which customers can be confident that Wood and OMV together is not just a flash in the pan. We're not just a, uh, a, a provide you with the answer and walk away. We really want to help customers all the way through the life cycle with the knowledge and learning 
that OMV have had in the multiple years of development, and then adding that to, to Wood's capabilities and the digitization, the decarbonization, the engineering and consultancy piece. So, so adding those key capabilities together and, and really uh, uh, building a process by which the best of both organizations can be brought to the market. That's what we've been aiming to achieve. And that's what we've been doing for the past year, making sure that that's ready to go. And, and Stefan, you know, yesterday we got together, we signed the contract, there, there was a good energy. How, how's the partnership working out? I mean, as I said, it's a very exciting one and, and we are really thrilled yeah, to, go, to go along and to further process uh, our ideas. Yeah. And as I said, the teams in Milan and the teams in, in, in Great Britain, I'm, we're working on a, on a weekly basis on all their topics because it's a back and forth and I think it's a, a good vibe also in the project teams that we have. It's really a, a very, very exciting. And, and I guess if we just take a ma macro step back, I mean, we have a huge challenge, not just in plastics recycling, but in the energy transition and yeah. all energy security together is, is something we should, we should focus on, right? Absolutely. Definitely. I think there's no way around collaborating. Uh, with the different competences that we, as, as, as so to say, the, the technology developer and, and you as, as an engineering company have. It's absolutely gorgeous. Fantastic. My, my final question for you, we've talked about this theme. Uh, we've been asking everybody who joins the podcast this week. We're talking about decarbonizing faster together. If there was one thing that you would ask of the industry to do faster in order to decarbonize, what would that be? Uh, why don't I start with you, Richard? Well, look. Um, it's been a great Adipec. There are so many organizations here with incredibly innovative solutions. And my answer would be industry has to think a little bit outside the box, walk around. The solutions are out there. The solutions are being exhibited here. Ask questions, be curious because you will find the solution you're looking for. Excellent. Stefan. Yeah, yeah. For us coming back to real, I mean, we have to prove that we have to make that happen. And so um, I think the next step will prove that we will also reach that next level and then we will reach the industrial level. And once this is established, I think that's the collaboration uh, that we have that we can prove to the industry that there are solutions out there complementary to mechanical recycling to get that going, yeah? To get that going and contribute to uh, sustainable living, yeah? Excellent, that sounds like a great way to finish. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.